this is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. So our goal now is to ensure the integrity for the good of this nation. This is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at 4 o'clock in the morning and add them to the list, okay? It's, it's a very sad, it's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment. And we will win this. And we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. So I just want to thank you. You are listening to the Full-Blooded Podcast. My name is Mr. X, but you can call me Leo. And all I have to say about that drop I recorded so that you guys can hear it, about Trump declaring victory, my man. (laughs) Listen, first let's get one thing out of the way. I am not a Trump supporter. I am also not a Biden supporter. Um, If I had to choose, I'm more like... A supporter who would like to see a bunch of politicians lose their job, go to jail, or maybe lose their lives in some sort of a civil war precursor before things get out of control. That's kind of violent to say, I know. And I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm also not trying to be um, (laughs) a hate monger. What most of you guys don't understand is that I have been watching presidential elections since Ronald Reagan. That's, That's when I was in sixth grade. And I can tell you one thing, as an American living here all my life, nothing has changed. We haven't seen universal health care. We haven't seen rules that allow small businesses to thrive and flourish without getting cut down or smashed by bigger monopolies. Case in point, Jim Bezos is making billions during the coronavirus. And um, all the little companies that try competing against them no longer can. Um, I remember, a little side point here, when I was a kid, I had a comic book prescription, subscription, every month I get my comic books, and I remember seeing rich, wealthy, smart guys like Bruce Wayne and Tony Starks, and these guys would turn into superheroes with all the wealth and all the influence and all the intelligence they had. These superheroes weren't looking for power of countries or governments or even becoming kings, which they probably could have. Again, we're talking comic book world, but just bear with me. These guys, you know, they decided to put their talents and their influence and their wealth to good use. And maybe that's kind of the way that most young Americans see living here in America, that we are a country that believes in democracy because that empowers us to do good. And that means doing good for everyone because it is a democracy. And that's the bullshit they teach you in school, isn't it? That democracy is wonderful and that we have been doing this for a long time and that we are the best country in the world because we have the best government. I don't know about that. Disclosure, I'm not complaining. 
I'm very happy living in my lane. I've had a very good life. Like most of you, I've worked hard. And unlike most of you, I retired super, super early. That doesn't mean I'm rich or I'm making it by any means. It just means that I live a lifestyle where I pretty much have a choice to either be part of something or walk away at any time. Being a minimalist, uh, which means you don't acquire much and you don't physically contract most of your time to work for somebody else who tells you what to do. I learned to get by with very little, value and appreciate family and friends and experiences. And I've also learned to try to make the best out of poker or other um, social events like that. You're going to hear me promote poker a lot, especially during COVID-19, because where else can you go somewhere and talk to a bunch of strangers or friends, local or from anywhere around the United States or the world? One of my favorite things to do is play poker at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas, because that's one of the places where you will meet a lot of people from around the world. The Germans are always polite, uh, low-key, and and super good players. I'm talking about the young people. The Italians, um, they like to talk, and uh, they're fun to get along with, and, you know, they like to laugh. Uh, uh, the Jews uh, are super smart. Uh, they don't tip heavily. <laughs> they don't drink heavily either. Um, there, was, there was one guy, though. He was like an Israeli um, super soldier, and I played with him at Planet Hollywood. Huge guy, and he was a terrible player. But he was really, really cool to hang out with at the table, and he liked talking a lot. That was cool. I played with people from China. I'm talking they live in China, you know, not China relocated to America. I played with people from uh, South America, uh, Brazil, Chile, Britain, Scots, French. There was a French guy who would come to my poker club on a regular basis every uh, every year. He came three years in a row. So, so getting back full circle, looking at what's going on, I can laugh. You got the President of the United States who has flagrantly demonstrated since the beginning of his campaign in 2016, when he won 2016, that he does, go, does not go by the rules. And that might be okay. I mean, look at the time, look at the time we're living in right now. It almost seems like the richest who've become the richest are not only ignoring the needs of their fellow Americans, but they're doing everything they can to lobby government to continue to support their business or capitalistic endeavors. There's nothing wrong with that. I recognize that. Remember when you were in high school and there was a thing called student body? And all of a sudden, these kids, these ninth graders and 10th graders, sophomores, seniors, whatever, they would go around plastering posters everywhere of saying, vote for me, vote for me, or I'll do this for you, or I'll do that for you. And they gave speeches. And some students participated. And the people that were running for office in the high school did their best, some a lot, some didn't. But come on, it was a popularity contest, remember? None of the high school kids really knew what was going on. And in four years, nothing much is going to be cha changing for the students. And who really controls that system of government, that system of leadership, or that high school? Not the student body, but the ruling elite, or the ruling teachers, or the principal, or the administration that supports them, or the entire school district that tells the, the school what to do. I mean, you have to get over the fact that you think your vote counts, and you have to get over the fact that you think things are going to get better, and you have to get over the fact, people, I'm talking to you directly, 
If you're listening to this right now, I'm talking to you directly. You have to get over the fact that they're going to do anything for you. They will never do anything for you. Let me say it again. The government will never do anything for you. Now, again, don't get me wrong. I love America. I love living here. I think it's the best place in the entire world. But what I'm addressing specifically right now is that President Trump has declared victory. <laughs> we knew this was going to happen. I think it's hella entertaining. I'm watching the other news, and they're all going back and forth on who's winning and disclosing over and over that, you know what, this is just a race. This is still a race. There is no declared victor, and we still have lots of, I'm talking millions of ballots to count. Don't get caught up in all the hype of, we want this guy to win, or we want that guy to win. You see, on the one hand, if Biden wins, I'm, I believe we're going to go back to war. I believe we're going to continue this open-ended, never-ending Jesus Christ. Since 9-11, 20 years, we continue to send our young men and women over there. Why? Nothing has changed. And in those 20 years, we haven't been attacked. So there's got to be a bigger reason for that. Thank goodness that military service is a volunteer uh, operation. Um, I wouldn't like to see any of my children go there to support a war that most Americans don't support. At least not anymore. So going back to this, your life is just like being in high school. Unless you're running with the elites, your vote's never going to count. And you're never going to know what's really going on. So my message to you is this. Ignore the hype. Ignore the race. It's over. In the end, the powers that be will choose who they want to win. And if there is conflict and strife in the government, what's the worst that can happen? Some of these fuckers will take each other out? I mean, nobody likes them anyway. Like Batman, like Iron Man, who if in our country, who in our government, who in our power structure is stepping up and saying, you know, I have $200 billion, and when I die, I'm probably going to leave $120 billion behind. What's going to happen to that money? Why don't I use it now to help as many people as possible? If there was a war right now, like World War II, you better believe everybody in the neighborhood is going to pull together. Money isn't going to be a thing anymore unless you're looking for a safe passage out of the country or to some safe house that only the elite will have access to. Stop thinking that we are all Americans. Since COVID-19, we have found out that we are not all Americans. I was born here. My ancestors have been here longer than any other fucking American who came over from the fucking old world. That's right, I said it. If you're a Native American in South America, Central America, or North America, hell, even Canada, your ancestors, like mine, have been here for thousands of years. But government says we now have a new era. We are now the best country in the world. And I want to support that so bad. But to see a president not go out of his way to bring us together, not go out of his way, to advise people what the safest course is for our country, especially during COVID, just proves to me that he's just like everybody else, all the other bullshit, piss-ass politicians that I've seen for the last 40 fucking years since Ronald Reagan. I talk about Jim Bezos a lot because I think, you know, does he really need to have another porn-looking hooker wife? I mean, this, this, it, what do rich people spend all their time making more money, creating bonds, strong networking agreements with each other so that they can decide who gets into the White House 
And you are not part of that conversation. You will never be part of the conversation. I will never be part of that conversation. Most of us think we are. We're out there touting flags and getting into fights about who should win. And in the end, both of these fuckers don't care for you. <laughs> I'm going to talk about stories. <clears throat> when I traveled up and down the coast, as well as going up as far as uh, Portland, then crossing over through the entire um, state of Oregon and right into Idaho, and then coming back through Nevada, and then back to the California. And then that's my first road trip during COVID-19. I'm going to take another one pretty soon. I was hoping I can get to Florida, then New York, but now it seems to be too cold. And um, I might have to put that on hold. I will be giving you some information about some of the local home games I've been running into. And man, let me say this. They are raping those pots. I've never seen a rake of $25 to $100. It, it's happening. I mean, and this is just a regular 5-5 game. Oh, man, the things that I have seen these past three months playing home games here in downtown Los Angeles, Orange County, different. Let me tell you, it's just an example of, a, of how capitalism works. Nothing wrong with that, <clears throat> but I've always believed that unregulated greed is the problem of this country. So <clears throat> if you're like me and you love to be entertained by what you see on the news, and I encourage you to also to not stress about it and just enjoy your life. And if you're like me, you're probably wondering, you know, the most important thing to me right now is I need to make some money to help my family or I need to make some money to take care of myself or I got lots of bills. I got to make some money. Isn't that most of us? So instead of giving all our attention and all our focus to what's going on on CNN or Fox and then believing what they're telling us, why don't we just laugh at it? Why don't we just laugh at it, move along, and get on with our lives? Like Adam Carolla said, we just need to move forward. We're past the point of no return. And I believe that. So wear your mask. I mean, why not? It doesn't kill you. Help all of us move forward. I can give you examples of other countries who are doing great, but the news already did that. I can give you examples of how flagrantly corrupt the government is. The news already does that. And through all of this, nothing will change. I'm not complaining. I'm trying to encourage you to see the truth of what's really going on around you. And here's the best part. None of that matters. What matters is what's happening to you right now. How do you feel? How do you want to feel? What can you do to change this right now, this second? You can do it. You don't like your job, walk away. But I don't have any money to back me up. You never will. You can continue to whore your time out doing something you don't like. And if it's driving you mentally ill, I'd say quit. Walk away. <clears throat> you will find something else. I think that's what happened to a lot of us a long time ago. We got caught up that we need this company, we need this job, we need these benefits. And then all of a sudden, we're enslaved until we're replaced by younger workers coming right out of college with better skills. It sounds kind of depressing, doesn't it? But I just thought that listening to Trump declare victory would be the best example to convince you guys that it's just a crazy political world out there running a government that ultimately doesn't care about you. If you're like me, take pride in being a peon, a pawn on a chess set. I don't got to worry about how many bombs I'm going to send somewhere to kill innocent families or 
terrorists that happen to be hanging around innocent families. You know, I don't have to worry about the atrocities of war committed by our soldiers. I watch America like it's a big TV talk show, and especially with this guy leading Trump things. Why not? And in the end, the only thing that affects me is COVID-19. But besides that, my life hasn't really changed much. And I'm hoping that you guys will find a way where you can get over this COVID-19 thing. Or like Adam Carolla says, let's just do whatever the fuck we want. Put on a mask. Get out there. Do what you got to do. Because if I was a Trump supporter, and if I did believe in Trumpism, then this morning I would declare to my peers and friends, I won. I'm the leader of my own community, and I'm moving forward. Such bravado or big balls. Kind of admire that. I'm not a Biden fan. I'm not a Trump fan. I'm not a political fan. These fuckers have been raping all of us for years and years and years. But don't get caught up in that. Look for what makes you the most happy. I'm going to have some podcasts coming down very, very soon about some stuff I've been reading and listening to that actually does help you focus on the happy or positive part of your life. Because Lord knows, you watch the news a lot, and you watch what's going around you a lot, you might get so affected and depressed that you might give up hope. And that your life will never improve. And that is one good thing about living in America. You have opportunity. So, I want to talk about this whole racism card at people, that the government or the news, crazy. I also want to talk about healthcare. And I also want to talk about you and how you don't need them. Whew, running out of breath here. Come on, it's hilarious, right? And in, in worst case scenario, if civil war did break out, the poorest people aren't in it. <laughs> I know I won't be in it. You know, and, and you, you're only going to be in it if you have millions or thousands and thousands to protect. But I don't. And most of us don't. Over 70% of all Americans the last 20 fucking years can't even make over $38,000 a year. Did you know that? Man, I'm angry to see how the government continues to shaft everyone. <clears throat> a true politician wouldn't take a fucking penny for their job. <clears throat> Excuse me. Why? They're supposed to be a servant to your community. But if you get paid, mm, if you get bribes, mm, if you get campaign endorsements, and money mm, from special groups that you can, you know, help them in the door to, I don't know, to create an, a new oil pipeline somewhere that don't even get me started. If you really want to see a true silver servant, it's never going to happen until you stop paying them. Never happened to those days. So I woke up this morning and I'm feeling much better. I got to see the news. I got to hear Trump declare victory. <laughs> I think it's funny, and I think this is. A great opportunity for us to start talking about how they are they, and us are us, and are we still Americans? Are you an American? Are you a critical, prejudiced American? Are you a white American that only wants to see white Americans here? Or are you a white American that wants to see everybody prosper? This also applies to blacks, Asians, browns, everybody. Let's talk about that. And that's why I took a road trip. I really wanted to see if I am still an American. Are you? My name is Mr. X, but you can call me Leo, and you've been listening to the Full-Blooded Podcast. We will win this, and we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. So I just want to thank you, and 
right-wing Fox News hate radio, like you stated, uh, their white counterparts. They, they, they breathe it. They, they, they basically look at themselves as white people with brown, brown tans. For no offense, but that's how they kind of look at it. I can tell you that they do not relate to children in cages. Even if there are children of uh, uh, Hispanic or uh, Latino descent, because that, that's not, they, they, they don't look at this, that their children. Well, I have more affinity towards those children in cages. They do not. Um, I can only say that it's, I think Joy Reid of MSNBC described it uh, correctly. I think we as a country, we're more like Donald Trump than we realize. After four years of children cages, impeachment, proving that he had connection with the Russians, Americans 50 percent went out and vote for him. What does that say about us? Uh, I, I, it, it, I know we want to sit here and look at the right side. Even if Biden wins, how is he going to go? It, it, we can pretty much put that whole reform um, ACA off this table. That's not going to happen. Okay. And one more thing. Ed, Edward, if I could just speak to what you just said yeah. first, and then you one more yeah. thing. Um, very quickly, if you listen to Spanish language media in Texas, one of the things, uh, Spanish language talk radio, one of the messages that you're going to hear as they're talking to uh, fellow Hispanics is, you're in America, you got yours, you may be first generation, you may not even be here legally, but they're speaking mostly to the voters, so you're first gen you may be first generation, you're still speaking Spanish, um, you're here. You're working hard. You're out there doing roofing every day or whatever it may be. You, and, and there's all these people from south of the border who want to come steal your job and work for less than you. And, which is the old message. I mean, this, this was the message they were pitching in the 40s and 50s and 60s to white people about black people. And then they started pitching it to black people about Hispanic people about, you know, in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And now they're pitching it to Hispanic people about immigrants. And it's just the same old, you know, racist, they want your job stuff. Back to you, Edward. we got 30 seconds. I, I just want to say that we, we're, we're going to have to organize. We need an infrastructure, as you stated earlier, for the more liberal uh, uh, side where you get the, that information out. Uh, we need those who have the money to step up because those with the biggest microphone are going to always be the ones that people are going to listen to. And we need to, I'm talking about the big, nothing billionaires. They need to step their game up. And we need to stop this coming in. Of, uh, I'm going to extend my hand. We need to stop that. Take care. Yeah. Yeah, this is war. Edward, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, spot on on every point you made. It's 45 minutes past the hour. We're kind of processing the election today. So uh, I'll be with you here all three hours and, and uh, taking your calls and, and keeping you up to date as, as anything happens with regard to the election. But... I think we all need to just take a deep breath. We'll be right back. You're listening to Tom Hartman. Visit TomHartman.com for audio and video archives.